0: And now the conclusion of Homeland, Chapter 29, Alone. Drizzt walked back around the stalagmite, back to the body of Massage Hannet. He had no choice but to kill his adversary. Massage had drawn the battle lines. That fact did little to dispel the guilt in Drizzt as he looked upon the corpse. He had killed another drow, had taken the life of one of his own people. Was he trapped, as Zach Nefane had been trapped for so very many years, in a cycle of violence that would know no end? Never again, Drizzt vowed to the corpse. Never again will I kill a drow elf. He turned away, disgusted, and knew as soon as he looked back to the silent, sinister mounds of the vast drow city that he would not survive long in Menzo Baranzan if he held to that promise. A thousand possibilities whirled in Driz's mind as he made his way back through the winding ways of Menzoberranzan. He pushed the thoughts aside, stopped them from dulling his alertness. The light was general now in Narbandl, the drowned day was beginning, and activity had started from every corner of the city. In the world of the surface dwellers, the day was the safer time, when light exposed assassins. In Menzoberranzan's eternal darkness, the daytime of the dark elves was even more dangerous than the night. Driz picked his way carefully, rolling wide from the mushroom fence of the noblest houses, wherein lay House Hanet. He encountered no more adversaries and made the safety of the Duarden compound a short time later. He rushed through the gate, and by the surprised soldiers without a word of explanation, and shoved aside the guards below the balcony. The house was strangely quiet. Driz would have expected them to be all up and about with the battle imminent. He gave the eerie stillness no more thought and he cut a straight line to the training gym and Zack Nefane's private quarters. Drizd paused outside the gym's stone door, his hand tightly clenched on the handle of the portal. What would he propose to his father? That they leave? He and Zack Nefane on the perilous trails of the Underdark, fighting when they must and escaping the burdensome guilt of their existence under drow rule. Drizd liked the thought, but he wasn't so certain now, standing before the door— that he could convince Zack to follow him on this course. Zack could have left before, at any time during the centuries of his life, but when Drizd asked him why he had remained, the heat had drained from the Weapon Master's face. Were they indeed trapped in the life offered to them by Matron Malice and her evil cohorts? Drizzt grimaced away the worries, no sense in arguing to himself with Zack only a few steps away. The training gym was as quiet as the rest of the house, too quiet. Drizzt hadn't expected Zack to be there, but something more than his father was absent. The father's presence, too, was gone. Drizzt knew that something was wrong, and each step he took toward Zack's private door quickened until he was in full flight. He burst in without a knock, not surprised to find the bed empty. Malice must have sent him out to search for me, Drizzt reasoned. Damn, I've caused him trouble. He turned to leave, but something caught his eye and held him in the room. Zack's sword belt. Never would the weapons master have left his room, not even for functions within the safety of House Duarden, without his swords. Your weapon is your most trusted companion, Zack had told Drizzt a thousand times. Keep it ever at your side. House Harnett! Drizzt whispered, wondering if the rival house had magically attacked in the night while he was out battling Alton and Massage. The compound, though, was serene. Surely the soldiers would have known if anything like that had occurred. Drizzt picked up the belt for inspection. No blood, and the clasp neatly unbuckled. No enemy had torn this from Zack. The weapons master's pouch lay beside it, also intact. What then? Drizzt asked aloud. He replaced the sword belt beside the bed but slung the pouch across his neck and turned, not knowing where he should go next. He had to see about the rest of the family, he realized, before he'd even stepped through the door. Perhaps then this riddle about Zack would become more clear. Dread grew out of his thoughts as Drizzt headed down the long and decorated corridor into the chapel anteroom. Had Malice or any of them brought Zack harm? For what purpose? The motion seemed illogical to Drizzt, but it nagged him every step as if some sixth sense had warned him. There was no sign of anyone. The anteroom's ornate doors swung in, magically and silently, even as Drizzt raised his hands to knock on them. He saw the matron mother first, sitting smugly on her throne at the rear of the room, her smile inviting. Drizzt's discomfort did not diminish when he entered. The whole family was there, Brisa, Verna, and Maya to the sides of the matron. Risen and Dinan unobtrusively standing beside the left wall, the whole family, except for Zack. Matron Malice studied her son carefully, noting his many wounds. "I instructed you not to leave the house," she said to Drizd, but she was not scolding him. "Where did your travels take you?" "Where is Zack Nefane?' Drizd asked in reply. "Answer the matron, mother." Brisa yelled at him. Her snake were prominently displaying on her belt. Driz glared at her, and she recoiled, feeling the same bitter cold that Zaknafane had cast over her earlier in the night. I instructed you not to leave the house, Malice said again, still holding calm. Why did you disobey me? I had matters to attend, Driz replied. Urgent matters. "'I did not wish to bother you with them.' "'War is upon us, my son,' "'Matron Malice explained. "'You are vulnerable out in the city by yourself. "'House to cannot afford to lose you now.' "'My business had to be handled alone,' Drizd answered. "'It is completed?' "'It is.' "'Then I trust you will not disobey me again?' "'The words came calm and even.' But Drizzt understood at once the severity of the threat behind them. To other matters, then, Malice went on. Where is Zach Nefane?' Drizzt dared to ask. Briza mumbled some curse under her breath and pulled the whip from her belt. Matron Malice threw an outstretched hand in her direction to stay her. They needed tact, not brutality, to bring Drizzt under control at this critical time. There would be ample opportunities for punishment after House Annette was properly defeated. Concern yourself not with the fate of the weapons master, Malice replied. He works for the good of House to Arden, even as we speak, on a personal mission. Driz didn't believe a word of it. Zack would never have left without his weapons. The truth hovered about Driz's thoughts, but he wouldn't let it in. "'Our concern is House her Malice went on, addressing them all. "'The war's first strikes may fall this day.' "'The first strikes already have fallen,' Drizzt interrupted. All eyes came back to him, to his wounds. He wanted to continue the discussion about Zack, but knew that he would only get himself and Zack, if Zack was still alive, into further trouble. Perhaps the conversation would bring him more clues.' "'You have seen battle?' Malus asked. "'You know of the Faceless One?' Drizzt asked. "'Master of the Academy,' Dinan answered, "'of sorcerer, We have dealt with him often.' "'He has been of use to us in the past,' said Malus. "'But no more, I believe. He is a hanet, Gelroos Hunet. "'No,' Drizzt replied. "'Once he may have been.' "'but Alton de Vere is his name—well, was his name.' "'The Link!' Dinan growled, suddenly comprehending. "'Gelrus was to kill Alton on the night of House de Vere's fall.' "'It would seem that Alton de Vere proved the stronger,' mused Malice, "'and all became clear to her. "'Matron sinafay Hunnet accepted him, used him to her gain.' "'she explained to her family. "'She looked back at Drizzt. "'You battled with him?' "'He is dead,' Drizzt answered. "'Matron Malice cackled with delight. "'One less wizard to deal with,' "'Briza remarked, replacing the whip on her belt. Two, Drizzt corrected, "'but there was no boasting in his voice. "'He was not proud of his actions. "'Massage, Hunette, is no more.' "'My son!' "'Matron Malice cried,' "'You have brought us a great edge in this war!' "'She glanced all about her family, infecting them, except Drizd with her elation. "'Hausonet may not even choose to strike us now, knowing its disadvantage. "'We will not let them get away. "'We will destroy them this very day and become the eighth house of menzo "'Woe to the enemies of Dermenace's Bernan. ''We must move at once, my family,'' Malice reasoned, her hands rubbing over each other in excitement. ''We cannot wait for an attack. We must take the offensive. Alton de Vere is gone now. The link that justifies this war is no more. Surely the ruling council knew of Annette's intentions, and with both her wizards dead and the element of surprise lost, Matrons and a Fae will move quickly to stop the battle.'' Driz's hands unconsciously slipped into Zack's pouch as the others joined Malice in her plotting. Where is Zack? Driz demanded again above the chorus. Silence dropped as quickly as the tumult had begun. He is of no concern of yours, my son," Malice said to him, still keeping her tact despite Driz's impudence. You are the weapons master of House du Arden now. Loth has forgiven your insolence. You have no crimes weighing against you. Your career may begin anew to glorious heights. Her words cut through Drizzt as surely as his own scimitar's might. You killed him, he whispered aloud, the truth too awful to be contained in silent thought. The matron's face suddenly gleamed hot with rage. No, you killed him. She shot back at Drizzt. "'Your insolence demanded repayment to the Spider Queen!' Driz's tongue got all tangled up behind his teeth. "'But you live,' Malice went on, relaxing again in her chair. "'As the elven child lives!' Dinan was not the only one in the room to gasp audibly. "'Yes, we know of your deception,' Malice sneered. The Spider-Queen always knew. She demanded restitution. You sacrificed Zachnafein? Driz breathed, hardly able to get the words out of his mouth. You gave him to that damned Spider-Queen? I would watch how you speak of Queen Loth, Malice warned. Forget Zachnafein. He is not your concern. Look at your own life, my warrior son. All glories are offered to you. A station of honor. Drizzt was indeed looking at his own life at that moment, at the proposed path that offered him a life of battle, a life of killing drow. You have no options, Malice said to him, seeing his inward struggle. I offer to you your life. In exchange, you must do as I bid, as Zaknafein once did. You kept your bargain with him, Drizzt spat sarcastically. "'I did,' Matron Malice protested. Nefane went willingly to the altar, for your sake!' Her words stung Drizz for a moment only. He would not accept the guilt for Nefane's death. He had followed the only course he could, on the surface against the elves and here in the evil city. "'My offer is a good one,' Malice said. "'I give it here before all the family. Both of us will benefit from the agreement.' Weapons, master? A smile spread across Driz's face when he looked into Matron Malice's cold eyes, a grin that Malice took as acceptance. Weapons, master? Driz echoed. Not likely. Again, Malice misunderstood. I have seen you in battle, she argued. Two wizards. You underestimate yourself. Driz nearly laughed aloud at the irony of her words. She thought that he would fail where Zack Nefane had failed, would fall into her trap as the former weapons master had fallen never to climb back out. It is you who underestimate me, Malice, Driz said with threatening calm. Matron Brisa demanded, but she held back, seeing that Driz and everyone else was ignoring her as the drama played out. You ask me to serve your evil designs, Driz continued. He knew, but didn't care that all of them were nervously fingering weapons or preparing spells, were waiting for the proper moment to strike the blasphemous fool dead. Those childhood memories of the agony of the snake whips reminded him of the punishments for his actions. Driz's fingers closed around the circular object adding to his courage, though he would not have continued in any case. They are a lie, as are, no, your people are a lie. "'Your skin is as dark as mine,' Malice reminded him. "'You are a drow, though you have never learned what that means.' "'Oh, I do know what that means.' "'Then act by the rules,' Matron Malice demanded. "'Your rules?' Driz growled back. "'But your rules are a damned lie as well. "'As great a lie as that filthy spider you claim is a deity.' "'Insolent slug!' Breeza cried, raising her snake whip. Drizd struck first. He pulled the object, the tiny ceramic globe, from Zach Nefane's pouch. A true god, damn you all! He cried as he slammed the ball to the stone floor. He snapped his eyes shut as the pebble within the ball, enchanted by a powerful light emanating Dwomer, exploded into the room and erupted into his kin's sensitive eyes. And damn that spider queen as well! Malice reeled backwards, taking her great throne right over in a heavy crash to the stone floor. Cries of agony and rage came from every corner of the room as the sunlight bored into the stunned drow. Finally, Verna managed to launch a countering spell and return the room to its customary gloom. "'Get him!' Malice growled, still trying to shake off the heavy fall. "'I want him dead!' "'The others had hardly recovered enough to heed her commands, "'and Drizzt was already out of the house. "'Carried on the silent winds of the astral plane, "'the call came. "'The entity of the panther stood up, "'ignoring its pain and took note of the voice, "'a familiar, comforting voice. "'The cat was off then, "'running with all its heart and strength "'to answer the summons of its new master. "'A short while later, Driz crept out of a little tunnel, "'Gwenhyver at his side, "'and moved through the courtyard of the academy "'to look down upon Nenzo for the last time. "'What place is this?' Driz asked the cat quietly. "'That I call home. "'These are my people, by skin and by heritage. "'But I am no kin to them. "'They are lost and ever will be. "'How many others are like me, I wonder?' whispered, taking one final look. "'Doomed souls, as was Zach Nefane. "'Poor Zach. "'I do this for him, Gwenhyver. "'I leave as he could not. "'His life has been my lesson, "'a dark scroll etched by the heavy price "'exacted by Matron Malice's evil promises. "'Goodbye, Zach,' he cried, "'his voice rising in final defiance. "'My father,' Take heart, as do I, that when we meet again in a life after this, it will surely not be in the hell fire our kin are doomed to endure. Drizzt motioned the cat back into the tunnel, the entrance to the untamed Underdark. Watching the cat's easy movements, Drizzt realized again how fortunate he was to have found a companion of like spirit, a true friend. The way would not be easy for him and Gwenhyver beyond the guarded borders of Menzoberranzan. They would be unprotected and alone, though better off by Drizzt's estimation, more than they ever could be amid the evilness of the drow. Drizzt stepped into the tunnel behind Gwenhyver and left Menzoberranzan behind. I would like to thank everybody who went on this journey with me. It's been a lot of fun and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I have. Thank you.